One red paperclip and home ownership. It's like a story out of a book, and Kyle McDonald is its author. This is Interviews. I'm Ronald Lewis. Kyle is joining me by phone from New York City, where he's fresh off the set of ABC's Good Morning America. Kyle, thanks for appearing here on Interviews. Hey, no problem. Glad to be here. Tell us about Good Morning America. This is actually your second day. How did that come about? Well, I was sitting at home in uh, Montreal, uh, in my underwear on my computer, and the phone rang. This was on Friday, and they actually said, hey, this is so-and-so, producer for Good Morning America. Would you like to come on the show Sunday? And I was like, yeah, definitely. And he goes, good. Uh, limousine will be at your house at 11 tomorrow. So it went from waking up in the morning, uh, eating breakfast, to <laughs> being on Good Morning America within two days. And then they actually invited me back for a second day, which was pretty pretty cool actually did you share your story uh with america uh i did we, we went through all the trades and sort of talked about where things were going and uh mark weiss the weatherman actually gave me a rubber band so i might be trading up a rubber band for something now <laughs> we'll see <laughs> there you go so kyle are you having fun in new york city i am it's it's one of these things that uh three days ago i didn't think i'd be here so it's uh the whole unexpectedness of it, it really has a a, a sort of a hidden surprise attachment. So you've been pursuing home ownership since last July. Tell us how your bartering idea came about. Uh, well, I was sitting around at my apartment in Montreal where I pay rent and just thinking of a way to um, get a house. And obviously the traditional way is get a job, get a mortgage, and um, save up. And I actually had my resume and cover letter ready to go, and I was about to start applying for jobs. But I got an email from a friend. I remembered a game we used to play, and I remembered a game we used to play called Bigger and Better, where you'd start with a small object and continually trade it up for bigger and better things. Um, when I remembered this game, I kind of thought, wow, I'm unemployed. Maybe I could really put a lot of effort into Bigger and Better and make a run at it for a house. And I looked down on my resume and cover letter, and holding them together was one red paperclip. So I thought, well, that'll work, a red paperclip. So I set up a website. Um, posted a picture of the paperclip and said, I've got a red paperclip. Would you like to trade me something bigger or better than this? And I sort of quickly explained the story and maybe what I was going to do below that. But um, it pretty much went from that to where I'm at now, um, sort of through the Internet and a lot of effort. Why did you choose Craigslist uh, to start your first trade? Um, I chose Craigslist because it, you're able to tr- uh, post in lots of cities for free and the it actually has a barter section, which is um, quite rare for any sort of classified thing. So I would, when I was going to um, Seattle or Vancouver or Los Angeles, New York, I would actually, uh, before I got there, I'd post whatever item I had or post the paperclip and say, I'm looking to make a trade. Anyone want to trade with me? And then incoming offers came along, and I sort of arranged to make meetings along the way. I understand that you have some marketing experience. Has this helped you in any way? A little bit. However, I, I haven't actually actively um, solicited, other than these little Craigslist postings um, intermittently, haven't actually solicited anything on the streets or um, worn one red paperclip shirt. It's all been through the website, and I've never really had much of a... I don't have a strong background in anything web-related. It's more just... I think the story here is what captures people's imagination and sort of markets it. Um, I'd say that having a marketing background does help, but it's it's more of a background in like jack of all trades ism that I think I've been able to pull pull the experience from, and just sort of being able to walk into a situation and make the best of it rather than um, a specific skill set. I'd say. 
You've mostly lived the life of a nomad, so traveling throughout North America was probably a no-brainer for you uh, to achieve bigger and better things. How has your travels been so far? Um, it's been really good. I've made quite a few cross-country trips, actually, uh, with my part-time job with a company called Table Shocks. And um, the, the travel so far, at, at first it was I would be traveling around to L.A. or New York for these trade shows, like restaurant food supply industry trade shows. And in my spare time, I guess I sort of created my own little trade show on the side. Um, that spare time thing has turned into a... Uh, it's eclipsed these, this, my part-time job, definitely, in what, uh, effort and scope. And uh, the, the travel itself has been great. I've met lots of people everywhere and um, been, been able to go to lots of new places, so it's really cool. Is your current uh, employer supporting you in this new endeavor? Um, no, it's, this is totally self-supported. I've got a couple click-through like, uh, Google ads on the site that help pay my rent, and um, the actual, all the travel has been as a result of working for the employer, but they're just sort of, they get a bit of free publicity for it. They're actually not really that interested in, um, like, they're, they're obviously part of it because I represent them once in a while, but it's more, this is, this is my project, I just happen to work for them part-time. But uh, if, if they need plugs or whatever, I definitely give it to them, they're, they're really cool. So. When did you start attracting the interest of the media and what led up to the Associated Press story and also the Good Morning America appearance? It all happened through the web. Up in, I started this website on July 12, 2005, and from July 12 to November 9th, I was getting an average of 20 people a day to the website, sort of just, you know, Craigslist postings and this sort of thing. And I, I fully expected that to continue indefinitely and just sort of keep making trades. What happened was um, boingboing.net linked to the story on November 9th, and I went from 20 hits on the 8th to 120,000 on the 9th. Like, unique visits, not hits. And um, after that, I've sort of, what's happened is the, the word of mouth on the Internet, word of web with all the blogs and stuff, has sort of sustained, like, a carrying capacity of this thing. And I was linked from, like, fark.com and gorillamath.net and... Um, I am bored.com, these sort of blogs that are, get quite a remarkable amount of traffic. Um, it's been featured on dig.com a few times, and these sort of uh, blogs have actually taken this thing and just spiraled it right out of control. I've had up to three or 400,000 people a day on the website, which is a bit higher than 20. And um, it, was, it was all done word of mouth. I've never made an outgoing phone call or press release or anything like that. I've actually just hired a PR company to handle some of the incoming calls um this ap story is crazy it's it's pretty much i was in lots of newspapers before this but i think after the ap story i'm in like most of them which is pretty bizarre let's talk about the first item you traded uh it all started with a paper clip and then it went on to what i posted the red paper clip and traded it for a pen shaped like a fish in vancouver canada and from then, I traded the pen for a doorknob, sort of like a handcrafted custom um, ceramic doorknob um, in Seattle, which I traded for an older Coleman camping stove in Massachusetts. I traded the camping stove for an electrical generator in Los Angeles. Came back across the country to New York and traded the um, electrical generator for a beer keg a neon Budweiser sign, and an IOU written on paper to fill the keg with beer. Um, took that back up over the border into Montreal and actually traded um, live on Canadian national TV 
that whole instant party beer keg package for a snowmobile, I was asked um, on national TV if there was anywhere in the world I wouldn't go to make a trade, and I said, I'll go anywhere in the world except for Yak, British Columbia, Canada. Just sort of a bit of a joke. Um, I grew up close to Yak. It was always one of these places that was really small, had a funny name, and I never ever, it was, it's worth like maybe 200 or 250 people live there, so I never expected to get an offer from Yak. Um, but 12 hours after I said that, they actually, uh, a snowmobile magazine close to Yak actually offered to fly me in and make a trade for that snowmobile. So I went to Yak, British Columbia, and traded the, the snowmobile for the trip, and when I was there, I traded the trip to the Canadian Rockies. I actually went on the trip, but I also traded it, so it was sort of like a double up um, for a large, like a moving van, a 16-foot cube van, is what, what they're called in, the, in Quebec. Um, I traded this cube van for, I dr- actually drove the cube van from Montreal to Western Canada, through the States, and then back through Canada, so that was like yeah, 7,000 miles of driving in a few weeks. And I actually drove it back to Toronto where I traded the moving van for a recording contract at a record studio. So it was like 30, a really good recording package. You could walk in with songs in your head and leave with an album ready for the store. And I just traded that with an artist named uh, Jody Gannant in Phoenix, Arizona for one year of rent in her duplex apartment. And this duplex apartment is the current, up for, it's the current thing up on OneRedPaperClip.com. And I've had some interesting offers come in, and uh, this is, like, bizarre because, God, this this trade's really under the spotlight. So it's really um, beneficial for Jody, and she's an aspiring musician who has the recording contract and now is getting an immense amount of publicity, which I'm really happy about for her. It's it's really cool. So that's where we're at now. So what happens next after you make the trade with Jody for the year of free rent how far off do you think you are from home ownership? It's hard to say in time or the number of trades, but I started on July 12, 2005, and my goal is to finish by July 12th of this year. It'd be kinda, it's, I, I sort of have it a rule, I guess, to myself, to all Internet, all life-encompassing Internet projects should only take one year. It's more just for numerical simplicity than anything. But I'd like to make as many trades between now and July 12th as possible because I think it's, it's more fun the more people that get involved. And I'm really interested in helping people like Jody, who have uh, like, an, an, like an aspiring musician career on the line. I'd like to help them get some free publicity out of this and be very ven- beneficial for them. Very commendable of you, Kyle. What are your friends and family saying about this? Uh, they love it. I've made every single trade so far with either a friend or family member. And my my dad was actually the one who sort of got me, to, got me up off my, my butt to get this happening. I sort of told him about the idea and said how I was going to maybe do this, and he's the one who used the line, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And, uh, like, it's obviously out of a book or something like that. But I was sort of talking about this and thinking about I'd have to set up a website, but I just actually just put up a simple blog and sort of I've been developing things on the fly. It's, it's been extremely stressful at times, but it, it has worked. And uh, if I hadn't traded that paperclip, I'd it'd still be on my desk and none of this would have happened. Well, all thanks to your father, eh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> on the internet, you're drawing comparisons to the million-dollar homepages, Alex, too. What do you think of that? Uh, I, think, I don't think there's a single person on the planet who isn't jealous of what Alex did and how he did it. Um, I think it is similar. However, I think, like, I haven't made any money from this, which is completely different. I'm I'm really interested in the story. I, I started this project to meet people and write about it. And 
I know Alex's goal is very clear to make a million dollars, and he did that very successfully. But um, I, I'm much more interested in the actual story and um, maybe after the fact writing a book about it or something like that. If I, if I make no money from this whatsoever, I'll be completely happy. In the Associated Press article, you were quoted as having firm commitments from uh, Hollywood Studios. Are these in fact firm or just talk? No, they're um, quite firm commitments. Well, it's obviously a lot of talk, but uh, offers are coming in. I was on K-Rock FM in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago, and uh, it went from like completely off the map to <laughs> some pretty really heavy producers from major studios calling calling me the next day. And um, like it, I had no idea this would happen. And it's really exciting because... Um, my plan is to, to write a book about this, and I would love to at one point get involved with a screenplay or developing a TV series based on it. And I think, I think it'd be a lot of fun um, not only to learn all about the industry, but also to maybe in some sort of capacity set up a situation, maybe potentially like a reality show where other people make these trades. Because I think it'd be interesting to see how other people make different decisions and, and where they would end up in their trading game. Kyle, what's your itinerary for the rest of this week? I know that you're leaving New York City today to go back to Montreal. What's the rest of the week looking like? I go back to Montreal today. Tomorrow I go to Phoenix. Thursday I'll be in Los Angeles. Um, a week after that, it looks like I'll be up in Vancouver, Canada with with family. But <laughs> I just got a call from Letterman, so like, if <laughs> you never know, right? Like, I don't know where I'm going to be a week or so after this. It's really... If literally every single minute the phone could ring and plans could change. But um, I'm going to go to Phoenix tomorrow and make the trade with Jody and hang out with her. So that's, that's the first priority, and whatever happens after that will be surprising and exciting, I assume. <laughs> Wonderful, Kyle. Hey, is there anything you'd like to share with someone who's aspiring to do or be something great? Uh, or do something amazing, such as what you've accomplished here in the last year. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm pretty much gonna paraphrase what Alex too said on your show: is be be original. And um, I've had quite a few people say they're interested in you know starting their own trading game. And I think that there's a, there's lots of stuff in the world you can trade. However, the media aspect has kind of propelled this one into the stratosphere, and um, it would be really hard to duplicate that. But I think the key is to come up with an original idea, and sort of hone down the concept as on the fly as you, because you never know how things are going to turn out. And I've put in um, like literally thousands of hours into this to get to this point. It's not the kind of thing that just sort of happened. Like a paperclip doesn't trade itself into a house. So if you believe in something, just keep at it because it's definitely a 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration kind of thing. Kyle, thank you so much for appearing here on interviews. Hey, thank you very much. I really enjoyed being here. If you'd like to stay up to date with Kyle's progress, visit his website online at www.oneredpaperclip.com. Also, if you enjoyed this interview, feel free to share the other appearances by the likes of Southwest Airlines, Alex Two, Motown recording artist Kim, and many others here on Interviews with Ronald Lewis. Simply point your browser to www.ronaldlewis.com slash interviews. Thanks for listening. I'm Ronald Lewis.